Around Comics, Episode 60. This is Around Comics, a roundtable discussing topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime and the co-host of Around Comics, Mr. Brian Salazar. Yo! And next Yo, is... Yo, Adrian! Yo! <laughs> next is the man who brings the funny and the beer. That's this week's moniker. Uh-huh. Our other co-host, Mr. Tom Caters. I'm not gonna chase no chicken around, some Kentucky Fried <laughs> Moron. <laughs> It's an all Rocky. It's all Rocky. Yeah. We're celebrating the release if of I Rocky can, 12. I don't know if I can make a. I'm now competing with that crank, Chris Cranks in <laughs> For the Rocky. Yeah. If I can learn to like all y'all and you can all learn to like me, then maybe everyone can learn to like each other. Dos vida! Oh. And then the guy that looks like Gorbachev gets up. And <laughs> slow, slow clap. Claps. He does the slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome everyone to another Monday edition of Around Comics. I'd like to let everyone know that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by Athena Voltaire. Athena Voltaire, the collected webcomics coming in December from Ape Entertainment. What mysteries lurk in a monastery hidden in the Himalayas, and who or what protects those secrets? And why is the daughter of Dracula after Athena Voltaire? This 96-page trade paperback collects the entire run of the Eisner Award-nominated online adventures for the first time ever in print, as well as sketches, pinups, and more. Athena Voltaire, High Adventure, takes flight this December. I, I know why the daughter of Dracula is after Athena Voltaire. She's sick of living in the shadow of her father, Dracula. Dracula. Because she, she doesn't even have a familiar, name. She's Dracula. just daughter of Dracula. Daughter. Steve Dracula. <laughs> Steve Dracula. <laughs> So thank you to, uh, to Steve Bryant for that, and uh, I think we're going to have some uh, some fun Athena Voltaire announcements uh, in the upcoming weeks, so look forward to those. Uh, I'd like to uh, remind everyone that Around Comics is recorded every Friday from 7 to 9-ish at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. 11. The great, the, I refer to that as the great lie. <laughs> Dark Tower is located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. When you're here, remember to ask about Dark Tower's pull list membership. It's one of the best you'll find anywhere. Just ask Mike Norton. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, he snuck up, up behind me. It's, it's, one it's, it's of the, it's, us. It's the, it's the other bearded, the other bearded artist, Dave Wachter. I'm growing a beard as well. <laughs> Dave Wachter. I want to be an artist. Yeah, I noticed that. First Tom. step is grow a beard. <laughs> Dark the, Tower has a great selection going. of mainstream comics, indie comics, and trades, as well as statues and action figures. Come on, come, come on into Dark Tower. Oh, come on, all your hey, no. and collectibles. Oh, come leaves. on back now, you here, <laughs> Mr. Wachter? Would you like to join us this evening? No. Uh, Recording an episode We're about to talk of around about, uh, comics. It's this podcast we do. We talk about comic we books. We talk about com- we talk about um, funny books. Never funny funny books. My dad used to call them funny. funny Why are you books? reading them funny books? Why That's are you reading you them mean. funny books. Don't then, you like girls? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Put them books down. I guess I could talk about the news. I don't have any talk with the staff. Oh, oh, all right, right everyone. Uh, the, and then, he, are you aware of what year it is? Uh, no. It's I the year of Alan Moore. It was a trick question. I knew you weren't going to Oh. 
people, everyone. Uh, welcome the artist of Scar Tissue, no Fiendish Fables, and many various upcoming projects, Mr. Uh, Dave Wachter. Dave, welcome, welcome aboard. Thank you for having me. This proves once again that just about anyone who walks in <laughs> off the street the can sit down on a round comic. Where am Speaking I? Speaking of the year of Alan Moore, thank you. We're reading something this month, aren't we? Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is this month. December is. It's actually uh, the 13 months of Alan Moore. It's not mm-hmm, really yeah. a year. It's mm. we started it in December, and yeah, this month is Swamp Thing. Feel free thing. to take a bye month. Tom, I, I believe you were starting up a Skype. Yeah, group I'm trying to figure them. out when. Uh, People are very excited about skyping with you. I guess. Hey, Tom, I mean, you want to Skype? I'm just with gonna me? yell at them. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, what? Oh, you don't understand it. <laughs> You're not getting. You're the not subtext. getting it. I'm like, there's so you, many layers don't to this. Understand. The worms absorbed his memories. Do you don't you just, understand? Just like the United States in the early 17th. What are you talking about? Well, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can go to our website, to our forum, and there's a thread there about the Alamore Book Club. We're reading a bunch of Alamore stuff in the next year, and. Mm-hmm. And Tom's going to be talking, yelling at people about I'm it. Be, I'm going to get <laughs> you online, yeah. and then I'm going to yeah, berate you. And <laughs> I'm going to so, record uh, it. For and if you uh, don't have enough uh, Alan Moore you know, trade paperbacks or comics in your collection to join in on the fun, you can always buy more at the Shop at Around Comics. We have all of the books Alan that were Moore designated. Book club, there. books, oh. yeah, they're all there. Mm-hmm. So you can shop there and give us uh, give us a handout. You, you know, got it. Because we're like homeless podcast. You can buy and you can buy some tissues for when I make you cry because you don't know what's going on at Swamp Thing. Yes, ch- check that thread. Tom will be posting when uh, when he's going to be doing the uh, the Skype conferences. <laughs> 1 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully I'll be time. able to sneak in on a couple. I'm going to miss the I'm going to miss the first the one. Inaugur- inaugur- the inaugural? I can't say it. Inaugural. The first one? Yes. There you go. Alright, uh, be so kind everyone. If you can uh, drop us an iTunes music review at the iTunes music store. Uh, I want to uh, also as as a, as a note here, thank the Comic Book Queers podcast. Hey, uh, what? Who would you call queer? The comic Book Queers. <laughs> oh, okay. Take it as a compliment. <laughs> Tom and I oh, yeah, uh, had good. the pleasure to uh, to sit in on their episode and on heterosexuality. I, I wasn't invited. You, you were, were invited. Oh, in the suburbs. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's uh, it's episode <laughs> fourteen, and it was a lot of fun. You guys to be were a part fantastic. Of. That's all. It was amazing to hear you. You funny should have heard the entertaining. stuff. You everything the, you're not here. Yeah, you were just, just effort. <laughs> there seemed to be effort put into. Yeah, thought, there was thinking, like you know. Yeah, that great doesn't comic. happen here. I don't. I don't you know. should have seen the stuff on the cutting room floor. I was jealous. Well, you should have. Steve, Steve, and Eric and, and Katie are, are wonderful people. Check out the Comic Book Queers podcast if you have a chance. They have a lot of fun. And are great comic book fans. Uh, well, guys, uh, I guess it's just t- like you guys. She likes women, like most of the people that listen to this. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Who doesn't? Right? Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Hey, I, I did want to mention one other thing that popped up over the last week, um, and I think everybody probably knows because it seems like every comic book fan that's online is already on it. But Comic Space, oh, Comic Space, sure. Uh, it's a it's a networking sort of MySpace ish kind of thing like uh, uh, for comic fans and mm-hmm. we're on there of course it's uh, comicspace.com slash around comics you can visit us and be our friend mm-hmm. be our virtual friend my picture is talkie tawny on a big red phone <laughs> <laughs> I found someone else that had the same picture and we became friends oh isn't that sweet talkie tawny Warren Ellis is my friend I feel he's not really oh. he's not not really it's not even him it's an assistant it's it's an intern that works for him. But the picture is worn out. That's not even his picture. That's he only hires people that look just like he him. He doesn't have Or he makes them have surgery until they do look like him. <laughs> Slowly over the course of ten years. Finally, I have to let you go. <laughs> I only have one more to go. Damn it. 
the war on What am I going to do with these eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Shall we move over to the news desk? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. Why not? Put everything right. in a box. Just right. got settled here. <laughs> it's time for Wired Wire Comic News. Wired to Wire Comic Book News. All right, uh, from the top, our first story is uh, Sandman Mystery Theater returns. Our Last Vertigo, week. Yeah, absolutely. The the Vertigo classic has returned with a vengeance. The fertile mind of writer John Nye Ryber and the dynamic pen of artist Eric Wynn have created a Sandman tale that both honors the classic character and will stand as a classic in its own right. A new age of terror demands a new I'll Sandman to quell its <laughs> nightmares. This disturbing new miniseries follows the final days of Wesley Dodds and his lifelong love, Diane Belmont, as they encounter a harrowing fate while traveling in Afghanistan circa 1997. Ten years later, with American troops on the ground in that country, wartime, for- wartime photojournalist Kieran Marshall is forced to take up the mantle of Wesley's former alter ego, the terrifying crime fighter known as the Sandman. I have a question about it, yes. because they say it's the, the last days of, of Wesley Dodds, but weren't wasn't Kingdom Come the last days of Wesley Dodds already? But that's not continuity. That's not canon. <laughs> but this is? <laughs> Just the, I know this is. Well, no, wasn't wasn't that... No, he dies was that, in JSA. He actually died in, in continuity. In he continuity, in and so Kingdom Come is... Kingdom Come's a fictional work. It's a elsewhere. <laughs> 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 no, and that, the stuff that happens in there doesn't have anything. That's like elsewhere. Yeah, it is. It is actually. elsewhere. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right I was just confused. That's all. I just wanted. Okay. You guys did you guys <laughs> did you guys pick up the the new Sandman mystery? I did. I wait for the trade. Yeah, actually, I haven't oh, yeah. read it yet. I liked it. I I uh, I was kind of, you know, like you. Uh, I was expecting something different. You know, something more along the lines of of the the stuff Matt Wagner had done mm-hmm. and that noirish and and. It's really not that. It is not. It is not the the noirish same mystery theater that you know that I love. You know the and and um, Eric Wynn. I'm I'm assuming it's pronounced Wynn, who I loved his work on Strange Girl. It's it's so not Guy Davis, and I just I love that series so much that that. But you can't expect it to be. I mean, there's there's you know however many issues of that were already done, so Mm -hmm. they're certainly not. But but at the same time, I was sort of expecting. (laughs) <laughs> I was expecting something along those lines, and it's not at all. It's completely different. But once I kind of got past that aspect of it, I, I did really enjoy the story, and and uh, am interested to see where it goes. It you know that first issue, there's way more questions at the end of it than there are answers, mm. certainly. But um, but I liked it. I, I thought it was interesting. I, I need to I need to, to back up and get rid of my preconceived notions of what I think that series you should be and read it again. <laughs> you know. Yes, Tom. Start <laughs> yes. from the beginning. And next story is Sam Raimi to direct The Shadow. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Columbia Pictures and Sam Raimi know. (laughs) After a lengthy negotiation, Columbia has acquired the screen rights to The Shadow, the legendary 1930s pulp hero, for a big screen adaptation to be produced by Raimi and Josh Donan through their Buckaroo Entertainment banner. Michael Uslan is also producing via his comic book movies LLC-branded entertainment. So that's kind of interesting. I mean, it won't be the shadow unless they have a Baldwin involved. 
<laughs> it's true. It's actually, it's contractually, somehow the Baldwin's got that into the rights with that, that one of them. Uh, Billy has Baldwin to be like the caterer. Just... <laughs> somehow the Baldwin's. There has to be a Baldwin. At I, well, you know, the, with Raimi involved in it, I think, you know, that's a plus. You know, he's shown that he obviously has the ability to take something from comic book to mm-hmm. film and do a great job with it. And, and, uh... It's only big toe for Grace for Spawn for a Venom. Uh, so well, we haven't seen, hasn't even seen, seen the yeah. movie yet. <laughs> Fanboy. <laughs> no, I, you worst know, casting it. choice ever. ever. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I like I like Raimi. I, I I love the shadow. So you know, it's one of those that will definitely be on my m- limited movie radar, as it seems more and more. Chris difficult. hasn't seen a movie in ten years. <laughs> I, I can't even remember the last movie. <laughs> I Batman. Saw. Uh, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, it you were in this. I think. V for Vendetta, maybe the last movie I saw in the movie Christ. theater. Uh, no, Kinky uh, Boots. Kinky Boots was. You saw that at the theater? Yes. Independence Day. The last thing I saw <laughs> at the theater was like Ghostbusters, Spider-Man Two. Well, that's that's a long time ago, David. Yeah, get out more <laughs> often. A really long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I bet I absolutely guarantee the next movie you're going to see is Spider-Man, Spider-Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only movies I, I go to the theater for. If, if it's not Spider-Man, it's not Spider-Man, I don't go. If it's got Spider-Man and I don't go. Now, they could be having like a Spider-Man the cartoon movie marathon or something like that. I'd go to that. I'd go to Spider-Man. i view for that. <laughs> Next story. Next story. Action Comics number 847 change. DC Comics announces that part four of the landmark Last Sun storyline by Jeff Johns and Richard Donner and illustrated by Adam Kubert has been moved from January's Action Comics number 847 to March's issue number 848. Action Comics 847 will feature a new story written by Dwayne McDuffie and illustrated by Renato Guedes. Wait a minute. January is 847 and then <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. you're not going to see another Action Comics until March? Yeah. <clears throat> so they're... Because Donner's so busy. They're... They're delaying it and putting and a fill-in fill issue. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, it was 3D. Boycott DC. Wait, what? what <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm yeah. not buying DC Comics anymore. I will not. I, you know what? I love DC, but I'm dropping all of them now. So wait, what, what, which one is the 3D issue? Go with your dollar. <laughs> the 3D issue's been, like, canceled, I think. No, it's 848 now. Oh, 847 is that 847 eight, eight, was going to be the 3D issue. Oh, it was going to be. Yeah. So three, I, I, it takes three months to do a 3D issue? I guess. Well, are, so are you guys, are you guys like technology? Are you guys like so the, the John's Donner action? Comics? I, I did like it. Yeah, it's disappointing because I, you know, kind of wait that long. But it'll, it'll be there. Yeah, it'll yeah. be there. It's not that. Dis- I mean, you know, it's like not the end of the world. Uh, yeah, take I his mean, belt and shoelaces. I'm gonna <laughs> hang myself. <laughs> Because Action Comics oh! isn't available, but, you know. I, even, actually, I wanted that 3D issue by Valentine's if, Day. If, if they hadn't released a press release, I would never even have fucking yeah, noticed. It was like, you know, it's like, I wouldn't, you know. Wouldn't oh, Dwayne McDuffie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. they got shouldn't Dwayne have, McDuffie to do it. Shouldn't have announced it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they're damned if they do. They're yeah. DC, you know. I don't read it. With the exception of maybe. With the exception of maybe one comic in, in the last uh, couple months, I, I I think that the fill-in issues that they've been putting in have been pretty solid. I mean, Dwayne McDuffie is not like some guy you don't know, so. I didn't care for the Batman fill-in. That's no. the one I was. That's one I was talking about. I like the art. Tom uh, Mandrake's a good mm-hmm. artist, but the 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 story in those have have just not been up to snuff compared to you know, what what was happening. And mm-hmm. that may not be you mm-hmm. know Ostrander's fault. I mean, it may have just been a last minute thing. He had to throw a story into yeah. it, but. At the same, it's just you know enjoying that series a lot, and then, you notice it whenever it's oh, a big drop off. Yeah. And, and plus, with Detective Comics being so strong right now, right, and and, and Paul Denny is just nailing Batman. He is just 
gotten Batman nailed down. <laughs> oh, and, uh, I thought that was the Midnighter stop. who did that. Oh! oh that, that's not go there. <laughs> All right, next story. <laughs> Spider-Man Reign, number one, sells out. Twig and Barry. <laughs> uh, Carrie Andrews' story of an aged Peter Parker coming out of retirement <laughs> has struck a chord with fans, waiting the first issue of Spider-Man Reign to sell out at Diamond. Marvel is rushing here. back to press with there a is? new yeah. interior art variant yeah, cover by Andrews up. guaranteed uh, to only increase the conversation swirling around this book. There's been a lot of talk that this miniseries is the Dark Knight Returns moment for the <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> franchise. Yeah. One issue into it, and I'd say we're well on our way to just such an occurrence, says Kevin Huxford of Newsarama. Thanks, Kevin. Well, I haven't read it. I didn't pick it up. <laughs> And you know, this, the, there has been a lot of comparison to Dark Knight, but I read like the premise of it, and it's Dark Knight. And Night. it is Dark Knight. It's like <laughs> it's a you know it's an, a, a retired age you know older Peter Parker. He's in a you know sort of futuristic world that it's very dark and uh, you know is the crime world disturbing. Has, yeah, yeah, the world is very it's overrun. It's overrun and it's uh, super, president. <laughs> oh, I'm just super superheroes are you know outlawed. There. And he has to come back and... Oh, and there's uh, a new and, Green Goblin game. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say Jesus So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's like... A new, <clears throat> there's a new Robin. Oh, wait, that one. There's... <laughs> But Aunt May it, it is, you know, it's like... Yeah, Aunt May is still alive. There's a lot of comparisons to Dark Knight, <laughs> but time. it seems like, yeah, it, it was kind of following the same... Premise. He's jumping off the building in front of a lightning see, bolt. But no, but there is ever a, there is, I did Bruce see a, Wayne's balls and penis. <laughs> no, <laughs> there is a there is a scene there is a scene that I saw um, of it, it's like uh, Doctor Octopus and it's all silhouetted and he's carrying Peter across oh. and there's like lightning and stuff. On it. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, huh. well, I guess you know. You ever seen that? Yeah. Don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hey, I'll, I'll t- hey, you know, we, we we actually were sold out here at the shop, so I didn't have a chance to read we? it. So. Are you a partner? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just Mark, Mark, Mark's give. Mark's yeah, unlike, unlike you, he likes us. Oh, yeah. well. Uh, I like the shop. I just don't Next story, care for the owners. Shop manager angry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll check it out whenever uh, whenever the reprints come in. All right. Next story. DC remembers Martin Nodell. Uh, artist Martin Nodell, co-creator of the Golden Age Green Lantern, passed away on December 9th at the age of 91. Marty was a gentle soul who got a renewed lease on life from discovering his fans after years away from comics, says DC Comics president and publisher Paul Levitz. He and Carrie delighted in the convention circuit and will miss both their warmth and laughter. Nodell began his comics career in the late 1930s and first drew Green Lantern in in 1940s All-American Comics No. 16, working with writer-co-creator Bill Finger. The character proved popular enough to earn a solo title the following year. uh, Nodell also illustrated the Green Lantern chapters for several Justice Society of America adventures in all-star comics. So, passing of a uh, legendary creator. Did you ever see the story about where he got the idea for Green Lantern? No. He was on the train, and there was this guy walking through the train carrying a lantern. (laughs) No way. Swinging it around. (laughs) And he was like, ah. That would be an interesting... Yeah. yeah. What was the idea for Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, didn't it... uh, Didn't it... Wasn't there a train wreck or something? the, The first... Wasn't the, that first issue that it, it was a train crash? Alan or? Scott is was like um, an engineer in China, I think. Was I haven't read it was? in a long time, yeah. but he was like building a bridge for a train or something. Yeah, and I they thought find, there was a train they involved. Find a meteorite 
Then he decides to make and do a, a lantern, which is what you would do <laughs> sure. in that situation. That's what I would do. And uh, so on. To Martin Nodell. Yeah, there you so go. Rest yeah. in peace, Martin. Absolutely. Next uh, story. Oni Press gets a jumper license. Fox Licensing has granted Oni Press a license to produce a comic book adaptation of Jumper, a science fiction film that is currently in production and is slated to debut in not- 2008. I almost said 1998 for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Time Machine. Under the terms of the time. agreement, Oni will produce a four-issue miniseries, which will also be collected in a trade paperback. So get ready to wait. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. Tom. Based on a novel by Stephen Gold, Jumper sports a screenplay by David Goyer. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Doug Lemon. Lyman is directing the saga of an abused youth who suddenly discovers that he can teleport from one place to another. That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's good for Oni, you know. It's nice to see uh, Oni get, you know, some licensed stuff. Maybe you can sort of put them, you know, put a bigger spotlight on on their other works and and, uh, help them out because they're a great publisher. What other books do they publish? Queen oh. and Country. <laughs> I've never heard activate of that. Activate Chris what? Robot. <laughs> Chris Bot is uh, back in the house. Red Queen <laughs> and Country. Have, excuse me. Gene Colan, do <laughs> Terra Chase sketch. <laughs> uh, have you read Queen and Country? Stop it. Only don't, don't, press. Don't read comic book movie adaptations. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. Greg, Greg, Wait, damn, no, no, no next story to go to. There's, that, oh, means that, yeah. that means that the... I don't need to read one. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Here, uh, if I was John Sintra, so we can make one. Stop for stop We can make one up. I'll give one up. I'll uh, make one for you. We'll make put, up a, put, make put, up put, a um, new story. Hold uh, for editing and, and... <laughs> newsflash. This just in, Dave is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially no news because I wrote it in pen. Actually, I got I got an email today from uh, from an artist that's uh, doing a commission for me of Doctor Doom. Moving chess pieces of uh, that look like. Do you have somebody it, else doing that too? I saw that. What's it's up with that? awesome. It's fantastic. Oh, it's who was the other? Who was that amazing artist? Mr. Dave Wachter, the 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 best pound for pound. I've never heard, I've never heard of him. Pound what does rock. he do? He <laughs> only weighs twenty five pounds though. That's perfect. <laughs> hey, the holidays. I'm up to twenty seven. Up to twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, I feel fat. It's amazing that you can get those two hooks for hands to draw like that. Yes, a- awesome, is. awesome looking uh, initial sketches on that. So I'm really looking forward. Oh, you've to only that. been waiting a month, right? No, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Um, if, Dave's if, complaining. If people for are you. interested, <laughs> if, if people are interested, fucking artists, strike first. I'm trying. Go ahead. Go ahead. If people are interested in commissions or sketches, where can they get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of me at my website, DaveDrawsComics.com, and uh, you can send me an email through there. It's just. Dave at DaveDrawsComics.com. <laughs> I thought I should just call it Dave at Dave 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 dot com. Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> Dave at Dave dot Dave Dave. All right, guys. Well, that will wrap up uh, this week's headlines and our Wired Wire comic book news. That means it is time for Top of the Stack. Top, top of the top stack. Of the stack, the stack, the stack. Right, it's Top of the Stack. Our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last week. Um, we got. I think we're just gonna kind of meander today and yeah. talk about my word. He stole my word. Word, word thief. What you copyrighted meander? <laughs> no. Way to light box that word off of him. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Land. Yeah, I was gonna say where, where's the Greg Land? Word tracer. He's a word tracer. <laughs> I think we're just gonna talk about uh, a, a few a, things we've been reading, shit. catching up on. Um, oh shit. Tom, you always start us off. What have you been reading? Uh, this week. There was a lot of. There wasn't anything I read that I thought was bad, but there wasn't anything I read that like jumped out at me like this is fantastic. Choked you? Yeah. Previous weeks, um, 
probably the best thing I read. I really enjoyed X Factor. The last issue X Factor was very good. Really, yeah, it was like really that. good, and I think you you see how completely different that X book is from, from anything, all, all anything. the other X books. Like he's really Peter David's really carved out his own mark you know, on that book. That it's it, the it's the only X book I read now. I mean, yeah. I tried to pick yeah. up uh, Brew Baker's Uncanny, Uncanny just yeah. because it was Brew Baker, and I didn't pick up the last issue. I just realized that. I really wasn't don't care. But X Factor, I think that's proven that that no writer so can make great. Nightcrawler interesting to me anymore. Well, I think part of it is, and and I think this goes back to X Factor, is that you know, with the characters in the other X books, we've seen so much from them that it's just not that interesting any longer. But with like X Factor, you you got a bunch of characters that you don't know all that much about, so you can learn more, and, the, and those characters are being developed. You know, it's not sort of like the same old cliche. It's not, you know, it's not a, a it's Wolverine. It's not well, a unpredictable is what their actions are going to be. Yeah. And it's, uh, there's more tension to it because something could actually, you feel like something could actually happen yeah. to this. Right. As opposed to like, well, they're never going to get rid of Nightcrawler, so <laughs> you look who at, cares? You, look you know, it's, it's, nothing's going to happen to them. You look like a, you get a character like Jamie Magix who's been around since the 70s. But, I mean, how much do you know of about Until him. Peter David yeah. decided to like make that character. Well, the thing with X, like especially this last issue, actually the last two, I mean, if you look at those books sort of on their own, there isn't a whole lot of action well, no, no, or anything. Uh, you know, there's yeah. no big fights. Almost none. But they're really entertaining. They're really, you know, they're really <laughs> yeah. enjoyable books, and you're just learning about these characters and 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 finding out so much more. You know, and it's just new. I think that's a big yeah. thing. And and we were talking about uh, this earlier, Chris and I, about sort of the X books and and a lot of the problems. They don't speak to me. Well, the show. you know, I think a lot of the times with with what we've seen from X books over the years and what I think is a big problem is that there's no real you know they, they just throw these teams together and put them out there in situations and there's no one that you're really you know following there's no real clear leader in any of those books it's like you know the the new uncanny Brubaker's book it's like who's who's leading that group or who's leading that book who are you following is, is Nightcrawler as much as I like Nightcrawler I don't think he's strong enough to really lead a, a group book mm-hmm. And I don't mean a group, but but a well, group. And then, and, then, like, and, then, and then Marvel, so, you know. Marvel well, could tried when it was to called Excalibur. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, and, and then Marvel tried to put a lot of those characters in their own books. They had the Gambit series and the Rogue series, and right? Nightcrawler, and out of all of the single character X books, I, I thought Mystique was probably the most entertaining, and it just you know didn't do sales. But it, it's because it was, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was a character that I didn't know that much about, and I thought there was a lot of places that they could go, and uh, and I thought it was entertaining. But uh, that's you know going back to X Factor. That's why I, I don't know this you know this group of characters. I don't know if anyone really does. So it's entertaining because there's stuff to be revealed. And mm-hmm. I think Madrix is probably one of the most entertaining characters in the Marvel Universe right now because there's so much you can do with him. Yeah, well, I love the scene uh, yeah. with with uh, uh, what's her name Monet, uh, Monet. trying Just to find the, the duplicate that had sex slamming with him against the wall, <laughs> over him. against the wall, and so she gets the one that she wants, and she gets one that's crying and one who's a hypochondriac. Yeah. He's like, God, my blood pressure must be skyrocketing. <laughs> As Layla Miller, is that just a neat character? Oh, nice, it, it, yeah, she, almost. She knows she's like the the postmodern character in it, you know, or yeah. she's she. You almost expect her to turn her, you know. I don't know. Somebody was talking about this. I don't remember, but Vince uh, was. Was it, it Vince yeah. in, in bullpen bulletins? 
We can uh, mention them. It's yeah, okay. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just I trying to remember what they're called. Bullpen. Bulldogs. Bulldog. Bull, bull, it's called bologna, the bulldog. bologna sandwiches. I don't know. Bulldog bull, But uh, I was talking about where, you know, Layla Mills is the type of character who, like, no, almost knows that she's a character in a book. Right. She's know? breaking through that, that fourth wall a little bit. And, you're, yeah. and, and, and it's it, – you kind of saw that this week in – and they were sort of making a joke. I think it was uh, Avalanche was – was sort of making a joke about her. You mean Richter. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Richter. Richter. Sorry. Avalanche is a bad um, guy. Why do, why do I even fucking talk about that? <laughs> I'm a DC uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, you, you just... Icicle. You, the thing that Icicle. amazes me about Peter David is, you know, like this, you know, he did the Madrex stuff, and then he did this, and I, I've loved it all. But then I picked up a book, you know, like Wonder Man this week by Peter David, and I figured, oh, it's Peter David. I had no interest Ooh, in the book. How but, was that? Well, I, I had <laughs> zero interest. I mean, I like Wonder Man as a character, you know, but I really didn't care about a new Wonder you Man like series. The concept of Wonder Man, yeah, probably uh, more uh, than yeah. the idea. Except Peter <laughs> David. Well, Peter that. David was writing it, so I figured, oh, uh-huh. it's going to be uh-huh. good. And then I read it, and I was like, wow, that's, you know, yeah, what Peter David is. I, Peter that? David, uh, he, he epitomizes the hit or miss writer for me. There's some stuff that. I love, and there's some stuff I'm like, eh. Grant Morrison would be on that list for me, but uh, that's another story. That's for a different another time. Another episode. The Sal episode. So. Where you reveal all your... <laughs> the Sal. This is how I'm going to hey, read a list of all the creators, and I'm going to tell you what I think about them. Have you guys ever thought about doing, you know, like the X-Men? You know, we do we do a, a Sal episode. <laughs> just, uh, just Sal, you we're know? Gonna it's do like his own solo baseball. episode. Oh, solo. <laughs> <laughs> Like the you know when Kiss did their solo albums that kind of thing yeah, yeah. So you got the cast. Peter Cricket solo yeah no yeah no, and then we see which one gets canceled I would have first to just I did work. do well I, you know out of I did do uh, one yeah. solo yes, did. I did do one solo the, one the, San, on the San Diego yeah. episode yeah when you guys were I don't know where were you taking guys? a break I don't yeah. know bums <laughs> anyway um, I my leg taken off well like Tom I uh, I you know I liked a lot of the stuff I read but there wasn't one book that really really jumped out at me uh, at all but there was some good stuff uh, the spirit by uh, spirit uh, was very good by Darwin yeah, Cook good. and Jay Bone and Dave Stewart um, I really enjoyed it I thought it was fun I thought um, the artwork was great uh, Darwin Cook stuff was just yeah, awesome for I, that period kind of stuff where he's you know retro uh, I was talking to somebody on, on a forum about the uh, the artwork in which you know I really like the artwork I just wish that it had more of um, Eisner's experimentation in, in panel and page layouts because I was actually I mean it really came off you know when you read the spirit I know you kind of want right. all this you know experimental kind of Outside uh, of the, things the, going on in in the panel well, and page layouts, and then you, you know I read this and and it was just it was really standard. I did really like the the sort of you know intro page, the double page spread. See, uh, I I like the that, way it looks interesting by itself. Uh huh. But it I actually it almost I looked like an ad. This, yeah. I I skipped over it at yeah, first because yeah, I thought I it was that. an ad. Yeah. And then and, and it was totally the opposite of what Eisner, Eisner did in his. Do pages in which it was worked into the artwork and it was part of the story that those two pages were not part of the story i mean you you flip well, it open think, and there's the I spirit think, running and then you turn the page and there he is coming out of the back seat of a car i think darwin right cook's so in it a, was sort of the op- it was really cool looking by itself but i didn't really think it did anything i think darwin cook's in a position that's kind of odd because i think people want 
<laughs> yeah, I, this whole time David Dave's got another book that I'm he's demonstrating. So like, he's demonstrating see? what it was like to it turn. It would be here on this page. But, what, what, what I think, what well, I think the intent, well, what I think the intent there was, is that I I read this like a TV episode, and so you had the the intro into the episode, and then that was the opening credits. Which see, that's sort of why I thought that was an ad too. Well, yeah, but, it looked kind of slick, like a car I think there was, red, I think, red, I think there may have been cr- another intention, and if you if you you know read the story, it's set you know in today. It's not mm-hmm. this isn't you know 1947. Yeah, they make spirit. a point. They it's, make a it's, point it's, of, of it's saying spirit, that. that same mm-hmm. character, but it's today, and I think maybe that was part of what he was doing with with that. Sort of make it spread. look modern. It's so, a very modern, sort of modern, spread. but at the same time, and, and I really enjoyed it because I thought it was, you know, you're talking about the experimentation. I thought it was taking something that is could easily become cliche or you've seen so much of you know when you think of the spirit when you think of will eisner you think of that you know opening with the spirit and those letters in some way it's being done in an interesting way and i thought he still did that but he did it in a different way that we haven't seen before in something that was very modern and very interesting right. and, and 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 i think that was it's maybe sort of part a trap of what for well yeah that. absolutely i mean you're you know if you do it which if you look at last week they had the spirit batman and that was a very Eisner-esque spirit opening when when the the letters of the uh, yeah. uh, the sign are falling down around them and they spell out the spirit. That was you know extremely. Uh, Sounds remi- drool. I just I just, <laughs> just spit on soaked in his own drool over here. <laughs> that was it very was really good. good. Oh, it's awesome. It was very reminiscent yeah. of of the classic Eisner stuff. Just with so. this one, I felt like. I mean, you got to find a new way to do that experimentation, of course, and you got to find your own flavor for it. But um, I liked it. You know, there's a certain there's a certain purpose that you're trying to do with it, and there's a certain goal you're trying to reach. Um, you can experiment in a different way, but you're trying to reach the same goal. You know? Yeah. And he doesn't reach that goal with that. At least with that two well, page. Well, I mean, what, what, what do you consider? What do you think was Eisner's goal originally with doing it then? Well, what was the goal? I mean, what was Eisner's goal, and what what do you think um, mm-hmm. Cook's goal was then? Well, I know, I mean, in Eisner's goal, and what what I don't, I can't say what his goal was, what his intentions exactly were, but I can say what did happen is that he worked it into, you know, like I said, as being a part of the story, and mm-hmm. that it was integral to the story. I mean, it was actually the title and everything, and the credits were a piece of the picture. Right. Were a part. It told a story as well. And it was uh, an essential part of the story. Whereas this two-page spread, you could take it out, and honestly, it wouldn't change. It wouldn't the change story. the story at all. Of, you also have to think I, of how much in this story. If someone were to tell you you have to take um, characters from the spirit and make it modern, and you can't have ebony in a book, there's no way you can make that work. Well, you know, he made it work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, was, I, I hope yeah, John, John Suntress was happy because he was complaining about that that ebony didn't show up in the uh, Batman spirit. Batman, Batman spirit. spirit. But so and I, I want to give uh-huh. Cook credit on the writing side for being able to take stuff like cell phones and yeah. newscasts, and he did a very good job of. Oh no, I thought it, it was. Very, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was very good. Yeah. I mean, these are just things that I. Well, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't. Work. I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to beat this two-page spread oh, to death. God <laughs> damn it! But but once again, think of it. Think of it as opening credits, and just like you would watch a TV show, if you take those opening credits out, I the episode still works. I, yeah, well, but, but that's, that's not that's what exactly Eisner what did. Eisner say, did right. the opposite. Right. He made not, it so that Eisner it was integral. It. I know, but He's it does say Will Eisner's the spirit. 
if you're going so, to, if you're going, yeah, I mean, there's a certain I mean, I, I there also to, read, to you know, if you remember, I did a top of the stack of John Law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By which is a, a, a different guy doing it. Uh, uh, Gary Shaliner was oh. doing it, and it was for IDW. Yeah. And uh, and he he was able to capture that. I yes. mean, he, and he also did the experimentation with the with the panel. Maybe it's not as much experimenting now that Eisner's done a lot of yeah. it. But or you know, it did. He broke up the panels. Well, that's what, and that's did a the lot difference. It's like, is it, you're not really going to experiment so much anymore because Eisner did so much of that. And and anytime you you do anything Make along those lines, it's going to be <laughs> it's not going to be an experiment. It's going to be an homage. Right. Where I think Cook was trying to experiment. Maybe it's you know maybe it's a failed experiment, but. But uh, in the in, panel in layouts regard. in the other in, in other pages too, he didn't do any experimenting. He True kept enough. That yeah, very that's, standard, yeah, that was very yeah. standard, and I, that I, was yeah. a little frustrating for me because I was reading it, and I was just going, I was craving the the break out of the panel walls. I want to see, you know, a shadow make the side of the panel. I want to see, you know, more interesting lighting. I mean, he did a lot of great things, and his artwork is beautiful and stuff like that. But uh, you know, these are just the things that I'm reading it that I'm craving. <laughs> other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, it. how was the play? Um, it was fine, except for that one guy <laughs> who was, his acting was just awful. You know? it's, it's <laughs> no, like I can that. certainly see what you're saying. I, no, yeah. I mean, overall, I did enjoy the book. I mean, these are, these are, you know. Did you enjoy it? Yes. I well, there I you go. Yeah. Are, are you liking the, the resurgence of the spirit, you know, for a whole new generation? I am. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I think uh, it's a great character. And, and, and I, I help people go look at Eisner stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm doing. I've only read select things out of Eisner. I mean, really. I mean, there's so much. A, it's tr- it's hard too because if you want to go back and get Eisner, you got to pay fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah. And there's like thirty volumes. It's very intimidating. You know? But I will maybe say, you can go to Amazon and get them for thirty-five, and there's still thirty volumes, and they're all hardcover. You can't find paperback versions of them. And yeah, they're right over there. That, that was a good point. No, that's uh, the contract. That yeah, that's Eisner's oh, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I think it's Spirit. They have all the, they've yeah. got like 20, the hard covers, which are gorgeous the hard, and they're they're yeah, awesome. Yeah, but, but it's it's really hard to lay down all that money yeah. and, and that's but my but it is a good point. Least. You know, I, I had the same sort of thing. I was like, when, and when I was done reading this, like I really wanted to go back. I have a couple of the, yeah. the Spirit archives, and it's like, wow, I really wanted to get more of them. So that's why I I'm think too people busy should buying go EC archives because people should go read the John Law stuff that Challoner did too. Yeah, the last one he did that was beautiful. And now and 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 now I think there it. Recently came out in trade. Oh, okay. The last uh, yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's two trades of that. Can't wait until the next podcast? Be sure to check out aroundcomics.com for breaking news, reviews, and opinions. Thinking about the spirit, this is something I, I had talked to you about, Chris, a while back. I was reading, uh, I had gotten the Essentials. Uh, Shazam archive. Yeah. And uh, I was reading that. Show, and I was sitting showcase? There. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the showcase. Yeah. I keep making that mistake. But, um, and I'm reading it, and you know, I read the first issue, and it's, you know, it's. It, it, yeah, but, but then, then they go into the, you know, the origin of, of, yeah. of Billy and, and, and that. And I'm sitting there going, you know, his origin is he's this homeless kid living on the streets selling papers. I'm like, has anybody ever written anything about how. He became homeless. Yeah, it's like how did he get there? He's just this, you know. Boston it's like, but then City is filled you, with homeless. Well, kids. you think you think about like way, yeah. the spirit and you know and and John Law. There's that that homeless newspaper kid that just hangs around. And he is. It was yeah. it was uh, very new, common. Newbin. Yeah, Newbin. actually, back because he. In the in the new John Laws, he's a little white blonde haired kid, but he wasn't right. in the original <laughs> right. ones because John Law. Later is the spirit. I mean, it's the same character right. basically. I mean, he turned John Law into the into spirit. the spirit. Yeah. But uh, I just 
I don't know why I was thinking about that when I was reading the Spirit. I'm like, well, where do all these all these homeless kids just? You know, it's like, <laughs> where, where the hell did all these homeless yeah, kids? They're just from? popping That's up. What everywhere. they do? Anyway, why does the Newsboy Legion have? Why aren't your parents more concerned about that? <laughs> I think somebody always... needs to write the origin of of, of Billy Batson. I no, I would say no. No, you don't want to see that no. story. Keep the mystery. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? Come on, he was a he was human that... before he was Shazam. He was a person. Why do comic book fans hate mystery? They have to have everything explained out. And then made yeah. it fit into continuity. I just want to know how this poor kid... It would just kid... end up being a series like his Why don't you go are... find out how up... real kids become <laughs> yeah, homeless and do yeah, something that's, about that's that much, much too complicated for me. Because it's like, me. what would happen... It's going to be something like his parents are on drugs or his parents die in a car crash. This is like 19... Be... What, 1936 or something? They didn't have drugs then? Right, nobody did drugs they didn't then. have drugs. Well, or car crashes. <laughs> yeah. It was a horse trampled by horses. <laughs> It's not like there was a recession or a depression going on. (laughs) Shot by somebody. All right, all right. right. This is plausible. (laughs) Well, uh, I'll I'll bring my my top of the stack. (laughs) Tom's on a roll. That's what I'm talking about. There's questions How do you get that apartment? How do you get that? You know, he's selling papers. They give him a job, but, you know, I don't know. And then all of a sudden he just follows this, you know, shadowy character into the tunnel and... Don't even get me no, started on... If you're a homeless kid living <laughs> on the streets, aren't you a little more street smart than to just follow some dude and do, hey, no. kid, come here. Oh, you know what? You know <laughs> yeah, what? Why not? He got molested probably 20 <laughs> times before he found the wizard. He probably fell for that to a trick constantly. <laughs> that's, that's, you want that Vertigo miniseries? <laughs> the Trial to Billy Batson? <laughs> I suggest we leave it as is. Okay. Don't even get me started on... Uh, there can be a backup story about Taki Tani going to a tailor and trying to get a suit to properly fit a walking tiger. All right. Oh, man. Oh, Dave, what, what were you reading this week? Anything good? Something uh, you know what? I didn't get to read much of the new stuff that came out over the past two weeks. I've been... Busy uh, working on a commission for doodling on stuff and trying to get that uh, book done that I'm working on. What's that book called? Uh, Spider Man. Uh, yeah, yeah, you ever heard of it? It's called The Amazing Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. And it's it's being written by Frank Miller. Oh. Yeah, and I'm doing the art. It's pretty cool. No, it's I'm working dreams. on the uh, fifth issue of Scar Tissue, so I've been really busy. And I'm trying to get it all done because it's this issue is like 36 pages long. I heard uh, recently that uh, that Scar Tissue went from being an ongoing to a mini series. Is that is that correct? Um, it was never definite what it was. <laughs> it was like, uh, will the next issue come out? I and mean, it says to be continued. It's meta. But will it's it? Very meta. It's, it's like very meta. If you look really close, it may have been trimmed off when it was printed, oh. but it says to be continued. Question mark. <laughs> this could be the end. No, I mean, this has always been... I mean, the issue I'm working on now... I mean, originally it was uh, the story arc. We, we thought it was going to be four issues, and then it got moved up to five-issue story arc. So this is, it was always going to be the end of the story arc. Okay. You know, so we always knew that. that and after that, we were never guys. quite sure what we were going to do. I mean, we're self-publishing yeah. and stuff. You know, you just... Is it going to get picked up by a publisher? Are we ever going to get paid? You know, right. things like... These kind of things are going to factor into this it. Week. <laughs> exactly. Am I going to be able to eat? Am I gonna have to follow uh, that guy into the train although tunnels a good, again? Although <laughs> <laughs> Our own Billy Bass. Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm just waiting for that guy who comes along and suddenly I've got the sugar daddy powers uh, and all these different guys. And stuff. Shazam! But uh, 
<laughs> no, you know, it's a good uh, – uh, if you want a good weight loss program, become a comic <laughs> book artist. Become poor. <laughs> then just – if you're just really poor and you can't afford the food. Uh, There's no, a lot of but salt anyway, in there. It's all doing? about portion size. <laughs> Top of the stack. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Bring it back around, Dave. So I've been reading a lot of old stuff. I I, fi- I finally finished The Watchmen, which I hadn't read before. <laughs> oh, wow. How was it? I thought it was pretty good. No, actually, right. I thought it was really great. I didn't know if it would live up to expectations. I've also been uh, also been reading Cerebus for the first time, which oh, is very really, nice. very good. And I've been reading uh, Essential Spider-Man Volume Two. And nice. I'm just, I like Ditko, but I'm just, you know, I can't wait till I get up to the Romita pages. Sure. But what I really uh, uh, another thing <laughs> time that I read machine episode <laughs> was that. Uh, yeah, everything's. I'm about ten years behind. They're trying to catch up. So I just it's picked up this next week thing crisis. called the Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> uh, no, I did pick up one thing I wanted to talk about, and it's not new this week, but it's it's fairly recent. And it goes along with recent news. Is you know the Dable Brothers, Dabble Brothers, yeah. whatever they're called. You know, so now they're being distributed by Marvel. But so I picked up the first, uh, the collected edition, which is the first two issues of Red Prophet. Okay. Which was uh, based on a series of books, I think, by Orson yeah. Scott Card. And it's called Red Prophet, Tales of Alvin Maker. Uh, written by Orson Scott Card. Adaptation is by Roland Bernard Brown. And the artwork is by Renato Arlem with Klebs Mora Jr. And there's like a color, some letter, or an editor. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and at first I was, <laughs> you know, I was a little conflicted about Printing picking this camp. up. I mean, it was is historical fiction, so I was really interested in it, you know, and it had a lot to do with Native Americans and stuff. And I thought, ooh, this will also be good to give to my dad since he's so into that stuff. I mean, he's really into that stuff. But um, and I picked it up, and I was a little worried though with it being Orson Scott Card. And it, he has uh, a reputation. He has a reputation, yeah, and 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 but I was like, you know, I'm just going to get past that. And this looks pretty good. The artwork is looks pretty good i mean it's not amazing but it looks good it's good to tell enough to tell the story and and um and the subject matter seems really cool and i started reading in and they got guys like tecumseh in it and all this stuff and i'm from ohio so tecumseh is like everybody knows who tecumseh is, i have no idea who tecumseh i know is. he's a he's a indian chief oh okay native american it's like black Hawk. native american chief all right. but the, in the, the uh, he, oh. he was in because what this this takes place <clears throat> and as it turns out it's an alternative American history. Okay. It's like an alternate timeline, sort of. So things are different. Um, also, there's people with sort of powers. They call them... Uh, I can't remember what they call the powers. X-Men. They give them a special... Yes, yeah, <laughs> they call them the X-Men. Um, <laughs> no, so... so it, and it was a really interesting story. And the only thing I was, I was worried about... You know, when I first picked it up, I was like, well, is this going to be... I don't want to read anything and then start getting a subtext of, like, Mormon propaganda. Or Mormon? anything like that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Orson Scott Cards. Orson Scott Cards. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm very sure. outspoken about things and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's fine, you know. But it's just a fiction, so I'll read it. And it was really good. And it was that first two issues, and I enjoyed it a lot. And it was going in directions I did not expect it to uh, with some very interesting characters. And then by the time I was getting close to the end of the second issue, I started thinking, I think this might be Mormon propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know, just in that. And so, I, because... You've got the there's the uh, um, a fort and there's you know the white men who run the fort and they're just terrible and they're evil bastards and you've got uh, they call them the red men it's the Native Americans in it and and some of them aren't so great either but some of them you really uh, sympathize with and then one of them leaves and goes up north and then they find you know the sort of the nice white people 
because they're building a church and they're very clean and they're very nice and I was sort of like ah and then they and then there were a few things that kind of that took those fears and and got rid of them because you know there was a line where um god what was it you, you have, have us entranced you have us you have us entranced I guess I do but uh, basically there is a line where you know where there's like this Christian guy and he wants to take in and he's like well I, that that bad white man just wants to kill you all off and and I want to bring you to Jesus and make you civilized like the white man. I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty terrible. And I had this thought go through my head. It's like, well, that, that makes him not a Native American anymore, doesn't it? And I'm, But then the next line in the book is the Native American guy going, well, if you make red man like white man, there is no more red man. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. You know, I'm, uh, my fears so were swayed. But then, but then. Dave's tightrope. <laughs> so, yeah, see, and I'm on this tightrope, you know. Now do you so, think? Let me so ask then, you. well, then, then I'm thinking, and then they have this part where he, you know, the the Native American guy meets. There's this kid that spoilers. he can only see, and and well, it's kind of spoilers, but it's not really going to no, spoil okay. anything for you. <laughs> and and you start, and then I'm I'm thinking, well, maybe it does have a little. So I went up and looked on Wikipedia, and I found out that the you know it's called Red Prophet Tales of Alvin Maker that the Alvin Maker guy. Is supposed to be basically it's Joseph Smith, the founder of the Mormon Church. Oh well. And that it's sort of a tale about that, but it's a fictionalized version. So do you sort like of has, this book or not? So he sort of has superpowers. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, he likes so it confused. in spite of himself. I, I think is what it goes. Hey, I don't just say I like it. It's good. I don't like it. It's bad. You know, it's a. Well, I'm a complicated person. Can I ask I you? A can I ask you this? Things. If you didn't, but I. If yes. You, if you didn't know yes. about Orson Scott Card right. being a Mormon, but I did. Being, so well, no, I'm not. But I'm saying, if you didn't know, do you think you would still have those same feelings about it just by reading it? So by the time, by especially in a couple scenes at the end, I started going, uh, you know, being, I'm not a Christian and I'm not a religious person, heathen, but I was raised. <laughs> As a Christian, and, and uh, I was raised Catholic. I went to religious school from fourth grade up through high school. So did I. So you get, so I know a lot of the, you know, a lot of the stories, and they're just told as stories, and I'm kind of fine with that. But there also is a difference sometimes when you get somebody who's really sort of outspoken, and they're not just trying to tell a story; they also seem to be trying to convince you of something at the same time, and that's. Oh, but isn't that, any, that isn't that any writer? I mean, yeah, at some point, but but isn't any writer? The trying and the trouble to... is, I can't say that if I didn't know Scores and Scott Card, you know, because I did, and I can't imagine that I never saw his name on it. You know, I mean, no, that, no, I, I understand. I that. had to go in knowing it was it was. But the him question is, is, is Orson Scott written. Card writing this, trying to convince people of? The, the you know the nature that's of, the tightrope I was walking well, that's and what that's I'm what saying. I was trying yeah, to figure yeah. out and by the end I said to myself even though I looked up on Wikipedia <laughs> that it was really this Alvin Maker is another name for the founder of the Mormon Church and all that kind of though it's a fictionalized version and I think it's a little weird it's like giving it's like having a story about Martin Luther but you've given him superpowers and stuff like that it's it's like well, making a note of that that's a little <laughs> because that's a, basically what's going on here well you know it and so I but but I'm Going to get the next two issues, which are already out. All right. Actually, because you did make the note. Moses with Moses lasers. with lasers. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Chris, what, what what have you been reading this Nothing. week? Nothing. Nothing. You didn't Nothing. read anything. I quit. Nothing. You're Looks done. like Fear Agents on top of your staff. Oh! Literally. Huh. I really, really enjoyed Fear Agent this yeah, week. Yeah, it was good. Don't spoil it for me. I haven't read it yet. <clears throat> um, Remember the spoilers part? ahead. Oh. Uh, Is there uh, an alien in it? 
And it took his brain they and are, it... <laughs> uh, <laughs> They are on the uh, ninth issue. I believe there are two more issues in the image run. That's what I was wondering about. I was like, oh, is this still image? I think I think issue 11 is yeah. the last image. Okay. And then it'll restart yeah. with issue number one. And, and speaking Dark of Wars. that, let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Now, is it going to be a continuing because I can't. I know you had the interview, but is it going to be a continuing series? Yes. At or is it going to be sort of like short story arcs? It's going to be like BPRD. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, you get a story arc. So and I there might be a pause in yeah. between, and then you get a new one, and the sto- maybe it starts the, at one. The, sto- the story will continue from where it is left off, but but it won't gonna... be like a new issue every <clears throat> month for twelve months a year, with the continuing numbering and yeah. all that. It'll probably be like six issues for six mm-hmm, months, mm-hmm. and then like three months off. And I believe like that. I believe that um, okay. uh, Jerome Opena and Tony Morris, Tony Moore, sure. they're they're gonna they're gonna switch off. Right, which was always mm-hmm. the plan. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah. And I just you, wish I could have Fear Agent three times a month. <laughs> no, it, 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 it is great. And they're they're gonna they're gonna start they're gonna start filling in with the you know the tales of the uh, tales of the Fear Agent. Which Those are, are good. Yeah. Yes. And I am, in, and actually, in uh, in in this issue, there is uh, the the great uh, the great backup story, and it's yeah. uh, it's the like, restaurant is great. <laughs> yeah. It is it is yeah. It's a fear agent in a. And it's uh, called uh, How to Serve Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, and it's a restaurant story with uh, with Heath Heath Houston. So uh, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, fear agent just you know month in month out. Fun, you know, Rick's. Uh, whenever we first talked to him, his uh, description I think has held true through the entire series. And that's the the two-fisted man of action. It it just harkens back to all those great you know, weird science EC stories. It's just fun science fiction. And good I have, to go, back, I have yeah. to go back and reread all nine. <clears> I got it because I sometimes forget. It's a really good book, but uh, the one problem. I'm really bad at, like, when books don't come out necessarily on a regular schedule. I, like, will forget what kind happened, of a little bit, and then the I have to go back. Yeah, and like, and yeah. I mean, it's a really good book, and it's a really great job of continuing it. Uh, and I really enjoyed it, but I'm like, God, I feel like... Lost. I need to re- yeah, I feel like a little I got bit lost like, somewhere. How did the last one end? And well, like, if you think, about yeah, but you know, I don't mind stuff. that. Like, except no, for mean, the fact that bad. my comics are totally out of order <laughs> oh, and yeah. just in piles around my apartment. But if I had them in order, I would love to go in <laughs> I'm and get the previous uh, issue and reread the last half. So I'm just got piles around. I'm a mess. What I what I love about Fear Agent is that it's nine issues into the series, and there's already a very expansive universe that he's created. Yeah. And that's another thing I like about it, because at first, it's like, oh, it's going to be a fun book, it's two-fisted men action, so it's just a lot of action and yeah. fun stuff happening. But then you get like four Time or five issues into, <laughs> issues into it, and it's like, this is why he's an alcoholic, you know? And this mm. is time traveling, and we're meeting this character that he met before, and he killed that character, yeah. and now that character knows that he kills him in the future. I mean, so, you know, it really starts pissed. tying in, you know, it starts layering <laughs> on itself, it starts giving you more of the motivations, the other and book, it really becomes a, such an enthralling story it's as like well. It's Godland, in that there's yeah. a lot going on it, in it, yeah. that like whenever I pick up a new issue, I'm always like, I have to go and look back. I think like, uh, Invincible. Is like that for me in that it's just created a, a very a very thick rich world and I haven't read Godland so I'll take your word for it. That's it's Godland's good. Yeah. Godland's really, a lot. There's a it's 60 like, cent issue coming out. It's soon. a lot like uh, in, in the in the in the frame of, of Fear Agent in that it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of action and but it's you know sort of like a 
old cosmic Fantastic Four stuff with a I mean, big immersive yeah. world. Yeah. And it's great. It's too. totally cosmic. So, it's totally people cosmic. keep just telling. But yeah, yeah uh, why aren't you reading it? <laughs> I have Queen and Country Volume Two on my Amazon <laughs> wish list <laughs> for Christmas, and you can't read Guyland. <sighs> What's up with that? Working on it. It's I'm, someone had suggested Noble Causes, so I'm reading um, it before I read it. Uh, hey, I, did, I did want to bring up one other book that I picked up this week. Um, it's it's a magazine uh, called Doomed. It's a IDW-published <laughs> anthology, like a black-and-white horror anthology. <laughs> um, it's from the UK. Magazine. Yeah, I think it, it's really... It, the, only, uh, the only thing about it is it's, uh, it's, it's rather expensive. It's it's 10 bucks uh, per issue, so it's Well, it's, it's from pricey. the UK. Imported magazines. Are I think it is from the UK, I believe. It's, IDW, it's IDW, but... Oh, I think, well, IDW, too. They actually... Their comics are an extra dollar each, so I guess their magazines are an extra couple bucks. Yeah, each. I guess. But not it was that it's not it, good it, stuff. But it's got Ashley Wood art in it. It's got uh, it's got about four or five different horror stories in there, and they seem to be taken from uh, adapted from <clears throat> different uh, short stories. Um, but there's some really fantastic black and white art. I mean, it really look at all that kinda, Zepatone. Yeah, I mean, it really yeah. kind of <laughs> hark, harkens Zepatone back to on. like the eerie stuff and oh, yeah. and, and, and oh. old uh, horror stuff. Right, everybody's gonna buy that one. And it, nobody's gonna want the next horror anthology <laughs> that comes out. Well, I I, I really enjoy. It. I mean, like <laughs> I said, it's it's expensive. It's not a cheap uh, book, but there was some really fantastic yeah. art. And, Ashley and Wood. Stuff in it. Yeah, Ashley Wood. Uh, he actually did uh, the intro page. Wait, Ashley well Wood's the, a guy. Sorry, I just said. As well <laughs> as the uh, a story inside, and then he also did the outro page. And it's just sort of like a fun. It har- like I said, it harkens back to a lot of the old magazine horror magazine stuff that was out there, and, and uh, it's pretty cool. So if you got a few extra bucks, check it out. And Tom <laughs> says Buddha with magic fists, which goes back. That's to Iron the, Fist, uh, isn't it? Yeah. That's my. That was my pitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, um, big round guy. Big round. Big oh, dragon tattoo. Um, fat had, Iron Fist. How'd you guys like uh, JLA number four? This week? I liked it. I liked it, but I once again I needed time yeah, to, to clarify. Ask me about. I actually like, knew it. Yeah, so I knew who Amazo was. Uh, well, and, I knew who Amazo was, but I was kind of I was distracted oh, by. <laughs> I mean, I knew the character to some degree. I didn't like know. I don't know Amazo's history on or anything, but. Yeah. I was I, I every the time Captain I read the, some of the new we DC are just stuff. spoiling the shit out of books tonight. Sorry everyone. So, well, but go no, ahead. We didn't really spoil anything. <laughs> I, I, anyway, spoilers. The podcast. Spoiler cast. <laughs> every time I read like JSA or JLA or a new Green Lantern or anything DC that I'm just not that familiar with. Because growing up, I was a Marvel guy really more than DC. I, I read some uh, you know some DC quite a bit of stuff but but more of the sort of single uh, character books than any of the big group stuff so I, I, I there's a lot of characters in DC that I'm not familiar with but every week when I read one of these books luckily I have Tom to <laughs> tell me you know the history of any of these characters those 2 a.m. phone calls yeah well you know Tom, Tom it, it, explain Tom, but, the ultra humanite to me Tom doesn't even bat an eyelash at it, though. 3 a.m. on a Wednesday <laughs> I ring him up. I'm he, more than willing to tell you all about dead, Dr. I, out of a dead <laughs> sleep. Dr. Ivan. He's ready to explain who Mr. America is to me, or you know any of these characters. So the only way I'm going to know any of this stuff is if Tom loans me his issues. Well, I cannot afford to get into the DC get, universe. Into the DC <laughs> there are so many other things I'm trying to get crazy, into, yeah. and the I just you know thing, I'm trying to spread into the, other areas. And the no crazy thing me. about this book is like. Um, 
How it's got funny Captain it America's shield on the cover. Starro. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, that's U.S. Agents. Oh, or actually, oh. that's. Um, oh, yes, the crazy yes, thing, yes. the thing I love about this, about Meltzer, is God, I love Meltzer color. and I love how he writes. Oh, sorry. And I love the fact that there's people <laughs> who hate Meltzer, and the second the book comes out, will immediately be like bashing it. Oh God, this is horrible. <laughs> this is. <laughs> what do you mean? Wow, that's completely out of character. I'm what a big Meltzer it? fan, and it's like. I like Brad Meltzer's work. I tell you, the character I'm really enjoying, uh, Arsenal. Red Arrow. Red Arrow. It's uh, Connor Hawk. Was that Hawkeye? No. What? He's before Hawkeye. It's Speedy. I I don't know who any of these people are. Speedy. Hawkeye's uh, the green uh, flashlight, right? Green flashlight. Green lantern. That was was kind of... Didn't he just like kind of just call himself Red Arrow? And Hal is kind of like, huh? No, that was Hal saying... You could see the R because he kept calling him Roy, mm-hmm. and then him having to come up with something else that starts with an R, which I think is funny because one of the big things that people complain about in Meltzer books is how everyone calls each other by their first name. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're history. actually like kind of people instead, yeah, of, you instead know, of, like, of like Batman. But whatever. Hey, Bob, it. shut up, dude. <laughs> I love it. I told it. you. I love it. No, I'm super crypto guy. I love it. It's fun. Bob. It is, I, I've been really enjoying yeah. it myself. It's, it's the fun. first time I've ever bought JLA. And, and I oh it's number I four I yeah. this oh they they rebooted everything right see yeah. I know well, nothing you know, the the, the, the thing about the stuff that Johns and Meltzer and those and what they've done a lot with these DC books uh, that I think they've done really well is even though like you know like we've talked about earlier is that I don't know a lot of these characters or know their histories. But it does. It hasn't gotten in the way very right. much of me enjoying the stories. They're good stories regardless. Mm-hmm. I mean, they write them so it's like that's yeah, all I, you I may, need to know. Well, and even more so than that, it's like I may not know, you know, who this character is, but I know that it's important. You know, it's like I know the the weight of when something happens with a character that I don't know who, maybe who it is. I understand that there's a there's a certain importance there that even though I don't know the history. It's still there. The story's being told, regardless of if you know the history of it. You know, but if or, you're like Tom, where you do know all those histories, then you get just, more. You, you just get, get it's more just that it. much more of a bonus. So I've always been the kind of person who has been like, yeah, you can jump into just about anything. You're just not going to know everything. Yeah. But if it's a good story, then I you'll mean, be you able should, to get enough right, out. They do, right. they do a good job, and I think uh, John's does a good job of. But I can't. I he can't makes remember. it so that you go in, and it's not like. Can I borrow you your issues, Tom? I, I have <laughs> trades I could give you. I read those Flash. I wasn't really thrilled. Oh, I gave you the Wade ones. I gave you the Jaws ones. He's like, wait, I'm love. I love the Flash. Here, read these. And I was like, "Uh, Uh, yeah, that one's so great. That's crazy. What's up with Tom? I don't know if I trust his taste anymore. Yeah, if you want to give Dave your... Your precious childhood memories. <laughs> <He'll> <laughs> crush them. I will crush them. Yeah, crush them. <laughs> well, I did the same thing. I just did the same thing to uh, something similar, not childhood memories, but uh, uh, David Price over at Bullpen Bulletin. <laughs> he sent me, he had an extra copy of Astonishing X-Men, the first trade, uh. and I read it, and I was just like, it's okay. <laughs> and I, I did a review on their show, yeah, and I, I called in, and uh, overall I liked it, but I was like, really didn't live up to the hype. Now, were you an X Men? I mean, you know, from from. Oh, I knew the X. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. Were you a fan from the, of Claremont, I read and Burn, and Cochran? I, well, I started reading the X Men when John Romita Jr. was on it, but then I went back and read the classic X Men. Okay. Because the classic X Men came out with those great Arthur Adams covers. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know anything before Giant Size X Men number one. Well, that's you know. But I know. I did the art on the back of the stories. Wrote it after that. Knew any of that? Either. In the X Men classics. Yeah. X Men. Uh, oh. Who? 
backup stories? Yeah. yeah. Bolton. Bolton? Yeah. Michael? John Bolton. Oh, those, John Bolton. those are awesome <laughs> stories. The yeah, I, I, I love the backups. Love those. those were, those were are those now, this is something I Did never they... knew, so maybe I ask you guys. Yes. Are those original to classic X-Men? Are those, those, those backup, backup stories? Yeah, yeah those yeah, are all original. Okay, because I never knew that. I didn't know if that was just something didn't that was... They did in the original issues, Okay, because so. I was never sure, because I picked those up when I was 10 years old, so I had no idea no, yeah, if those yeah. were actually in the issues. And I didn't know. I always wondered, episodes. and now they were great there's a little something too. that I don't need to... Yeah. This is just a little so. more... Yeah, they were great covers. I mean, that that first Arthur Adams classic X-Men cover is such... I mean, it's such... I had that poster... You know, I mean, this is one of those iconic. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, and he did those covers, and then yeah, I love that they reprinted the old covers on the back inside Mm -hmm. covers, Mm -hmm. and then they stopped doing that after a while and put an ad there, and that pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was it was a great reimagining of those of those covers. It was, and And Art Adams was, you know, I mean, he since since his first stuff came out with Longshot, I was an instant fan of him. Oh yeah, he was the guy who used to copy all the time, so I still kind of (laughs) do. You know. I mean, it's like I, I look I at my stuff now. I think I said something about still, that with your. I guess it's it my thing? probably my thing. I think, like, yeah, the thing. A lot, I said a lot of the stylistic things thing. I do now are still. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know if we're using the same kind of pens <laughs> or what, but uh, but there are still things where I'm like, man, this is just like when I used to, you know, when I was. 20 years ago, and I was copying Art <laughs> Adams, and then I didn't draw comics for a long time, and then I come back, and I wasn't drawing that way, and then I get. I do more and more and more, and then I'm going more and more towards what I way I was drawing when I was dead. You know, I mean, uh, you could you, you could know? certainly pick a worse uh, worse guy yeah. to copy than Arthur Adams. He's sure. phenomenal. I mean, I don't mean to copy. It's just somehow it's ingrained. Well, in my yeah, brain, it's just you know? influences I mean, that I try to put yeah. myself into it. But yeah, it's... well, you do. <laughs> oh well, thank you. Well, I see. Uh, Sal, Sal and I both thank have you. the the same uh, the same book, which has floated to the top of our oh, stack. Oh, migrated, oh. migrated to the yes. Uh, bullet points. Yeah. Also, bullet oh. points number two yeah, came good. out last week. It's uh, the Michael J. Michael Straczynski and Tommy Lee Edwards. Mm-hmm. It's I, I call I'm uh, pretty much just calling it the What If miniseries. It's, can I read the opening? Read the opening. You can cut this out later. No, no, go just ahead. indulge oh, me. God, Dave reads you a comic. The path a bullet takes in flight is called its trajectory. That trajectory is measured by angle of fire, feet per second, degree of oscillation, and force of impact. This determines the direction and speed by which it passes through flesh, time, and space. That kicks ass. <laughs> that was good. He did the same thing in the first yeah, issue. Yeah. You know, where he's uh, describing the way a bullet moves and mm-hmm. the way it's fired and what it does and the effects it has. And then he's, I mean, they have the whole thing where it ties into the JFK, JFK and he shows the sure. diagram. Oh, the magic Good bullet. stuff. Yeah. Outstanding. I, I'll tell you what I've enjoyed. It may be more so in this issue than the first one was the Tommy Lee Edwards art. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just all brushwork. <laughs> it's just gorgeous. I like. I, I can't say I liked it more, but I liked them both issues I, I a like, lot. Yeah, I mean, he had the old, the, he had the World about, War II stuff yeah. in the first issue well, that I for, really for liked. For some reason, with this one with the but Hulk, I just it really. I love seeing all those 1960s police yeah, cars, yeah. and he starts tossing them around. It was, I tell you, yeah. it's it's got me uh, wanting to go out and track down his uh, question miniseries. Yeah, that that's right. I've again. got. Yeah. yeah, I got the first couple of issues, and then I. God, who who wrote that? It's um. So all right. So you like bullet points? Uh, yes. Great book. Not really. Oh, oh I'm sorry, but no. Tom yes. doesn't like it. I didn't like the end of the last one. 
You didn't. It was no. funny is that yeah, uh, I'm like the on only your one. I know. Uh, well, you actually said on your post that one time DC you said fan. I did not like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the end of it. Well, so it's, it's like, well, that sounds like every page. Why? Because it's moving into the next characters. No, I really like the Steve Rogers stuff, and then the Peter Parker stuff just seemed really like. I agree. Here and then here's this at the end. Like this also is part of it. Well, it's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. Yeah, well I didn't that they had their shot. Tom, Who do you think's gonna shot. take out the Hulk? Dude, it, it's it's a five it's, it's, a, fi- it's a five Damn issue you, story. Tom, you son Let of a the bitch. Story you're, you're fucking wrong, Tom. I'm sorry, but half the issue I didn't care about. Half the issue I laughed at. I laughed at the Peter Parker stuff. That's only that's only like the last two pages. What about it where you laughed? Yeah. Or what 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 I just thought it was like, wait a second. So we have all this stuff that's very... You, and I well, I don't know why I'm being put on the spot on this. Well, I'm just asking you. Uh, what we did you like about it? Well, I'd like yeah, to we already went through this. this. Uh, I, uh, I, on another episode. You had, yeah. When it was my top of the stack, or somebody's top of the stack. Yeah, we talked about this. I want to hear it again. Okay. We went, then go play that episode. You have episode. the whole thing. Oh. You have this very intrigate thing. Go to the thing episode with, archive. You have this very intricate thing with um, Steve Rogers. It makes sense, and it's really cool, and everything's fun. And then you right. get like the last like two pages, like... Oh, awesome! One of the people that got shot was Peter Parker's uncle, and now he's a hoodlum. And it was to me, well, it just felt like Tom, I was reading this Tom, whole book, and I got to that. Tom, Tom, that's the power of a single bullet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking power of two bullets. No, one hit no, Steve. no. I just no. was interested in, in your opinion. I value your opinion, bullet. Tom. That's no, it was just that I magic mean, bullet. The one it hits. It was hits really JFK in the neck. And the Steve Rogers out, part was really good, air. and it got to the I, end, I and I was like, I don't want to read the next one. I can see your point. Yeah. I guess yeah, I can I, see your point. I don't agree beautiful. with it. I can see your yeah. point. But, but even though that they came back, did you read the next one? No, yeah, no, I just because oh, they do come back to Steve Rogers, yeah. which is really interesting. Yeah, but I was just like, it's like 20 there's years later. tons of stuff I was more excited. Okay. I mean, it's not bad. No, no. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just wanted to hear your thoughts, Tom. You're an intelligent, bright oh, young man, and let's let's pull this train over. Everything's a train wreck with this guy. Can't pull a train over. Yeah, I can pull a train over. Slow it down. <laughs> Let's slow the train Good down. Good point, Tom. How do you pull the train over? The Around Comics Hotline. one 65 gcas Give us a call, leave us a voicemail, and there you go. We'll, we'll play it on the show. show. More can than I likely. read something? No. Yeah. Do you, want you got something that I can well, read? Yeah, here. I never here. get to read anything. The, the, I've got the, a good the, voice fra- to read. Tell, tell everyone who our new Frapper Mappers are. Ah, the new Frapper Mappers. That would be... Oh, yeah, no. you give me these names. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. All right. Thanks go out to Brian Ingbertson of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Thanks for being a frapper pal. Thank you. Also to Monica Gallagher in Baltimore, Maryland. Or as they would say, Baltimore. 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 MD. And there's also, uh, oh, look. Chad Enright has joined uh, the frapper map. Good for him. He's from... Is that an Hermiston? Or- Hermiston. Orangutan. Oh, Oregon. Orangutan means old man of the forest. Thanks a lot. Yeah. And it's also the largest tree dwelling uh, ape. Anyway, welcome to, welcome thanks, to uh, Tangcast. Thanks what a lot, f- Chad, for uh, joining the Frapper. Map. And it's you can join Frapper at aroundcomics.com. And uh, we'll read your name on the show. Yeah, we enjoy the Frapper. And speaking of Around Comics, check out all the great things that AroundComics.com has to offer. It's your source for the very best in comic book news, reviews, and opinions. While you're there, please take a minute to fill out our listener survey. It lets us know who we're talking to and how we can make Around Comics a better show. 
We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. The CPN is a collection of the best comic book podcasts on the net. You can learn more about the network and find more great podcasts at comicspodcast.com. I love Sal's announcer voice. I could have read that so much you like better, that? though. I love oh, that. please. Just so everyone oh, yeah, is aware, I totally could have. we post the next week's topics Check on Tuesdays. Check out all the great things. At our forum at aroundcomics.com. If you have a chance, uh, please check out the Listener LCS Challenge. Challenge. Download our flyer and ask your local comic shop owner or manager if they would be so kind as to display that in their store. Store. (laughs) If they do so, we will mention you and the shop on the next uh, podcast and uh, put a link to the store at our site. Site. Absolutely. And also, uh, if you have a chance and you like the show or even if you hate the show, let us know. Uh, at Podcast Alley, you can vote for us and leave a comment. Or iTunes reviews, you can be as cool as Andy Parks. Absolutely. Would like to thank Athena Voltaire and Steve Bryant for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. Tom, Sal, and our good buddy, Mr. Dave Wachter. Who's or that? Wachter. Wachter? God! Walken Fraser? Stop it! I'm just calling him Dave from now on. Please uh, uh, make sure to uh, tune in on Thursday. We have a really fun, amazing interview with uh, Gene the Dean, a legend. And it's amazing because of Gene, certainly not because of us. He is an amazing, amazing guy, and we had a fantastic time talking with him. So Thursday, Gene Colon. Everyone have uh, a great couple days. Until then, uh, in the meantime... Will will be everywhere in and around impromptu humor. (laughs) If you would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member. Email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time, and the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same, bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2006. All rights reserved. Love you, baby. Yeah. Why you got my love?